We looked all around, and guess what we found? 22 more items for your bug out bag that you may have forgotten. Now stick with us, and we'll be right back. Welcome to Practical Prepping. Today is September 29th, 2023, and this is episode 419. This is the prepping podcast with no bunkers, no zombies, and no alien invasions, just practical prepping, where we believe that stuff happens. So we all need to stay prepared, and we're here to help you get prepared. Hi, I'm Krista. And I'm Mark. And today we'll be talking about those 22 more items that you may have forgotten in your bag. Now, if you'd like the expanded notes for today's episode, go to practicalprepping.info forward slash 419 and you will find those notes there for you. And if you're not receiving the Practical Prepping newsletter, which will be going out within the next three or four days, go to practicalprepping.info, click on free PDF and you'll receive that free Getting Started in Prepping PDF, and you'll also be added to the newsletter. So let's just jump right into 22 more items for that bug out bag that we might have forgotten. Let's start off with bobby pins. There's got to be a lot of other things to use a bobby pin for than just keeping the hair out of your face. And, you know, that's actually a great use for bobby pins, but they can be a handy little tool. Well, it's not an issue with me with keeping the hair out of my face. (laughs) Maybe you can bobby pin your beard. Yeah, I could bobby pin my beard now. Y'all, his beard is getting long. He's looking Santa Clausy over here. We're working on that. I'm committed (laughs) to keeping it through Christmas, and we'll see how it looks at that point. But, you know, you could take that bobby pin and you can scrape like the inside of some tree bark to pull out some tinder if you need Mm -hmm. to. It's a handy little tool that way. And you can use it to clip things together. You could. And I have taken them and bent them to make something else, to make a hook or something like that. Yeah, I mean, it's a pretty sturdy little piece of metal. So it's just one of those things I never would have thought that you could buy a pack of bobby pins for practically nothing. Yeah. Uh, dollar store is an even better place to get them. Sure, yeah. And the ends of those things have, I don't know that it's rubber. It's some type of It's got of some kind of like a coating. plastic dip. Right. And, and it's rounded there. And mm-hmm. I understand that for a bobby pin. But you can pull that off. Just take your fingernails and pull that off. And you've made a somewhat sharp piece of metal that you could use to even cut on certain things. And it'd be slow going, but you could scratch your way through it. Well, if you had to. Here's something else. Carabiners. Now, most people are like, what does that mean? A carabiner is one of those, like, clip hooks. Mm-hmm. They're kind of oblong, like, wide on one end and narrow on the other end, like they have a push-in. And you can just obviously use it to hook things together. But what else can you use a carabiner for? Well, you can absolutely use it in the woods to use to anchor paracord to a tarp. You can hook it to a tree branch. You can hook it around a tree branch. I have used them where I would throw a rope over a limb and use the carabiner to clip back around the rope and pull it up so that when I get ready to go, I can reach up there with something and hook my carabiner and and just slide it right and, back and out. And retrieve okay. my rope. Oh, so that's a good idea. What I use them more often is to clip items to my bag. Yeah. My car keys for one. I've got a water bottle that's got a loop on the top of the lid, and it can hook onto a carabiner. And I've seen, you know, this hanging water bottle thing. 
Yeah, and, and you can use them to hang pretty much anything as long as you got a hole in it that you can get that carabiner through. Exactly. And so they're they're great, uh, but you can use them building shelter. You can use them in hanging a clothesline or use them keeping ropes and cords together. Oh, sure. Just carabiners are a very, very good item for us to have in our bags. They come in a lot of different sizes, mm-hmm. too. Oh, yes. I was actually looking at one the other day, and this thing's probably six inches long by four or five inches wide. That's a pretty good-sized carabiner. And I'm not looking at it to hang something on the bag. (laughs) I've got a special purpose for that one if I can make it work out. Next item that we may have forgotten is coffee filters. Well, yeah. I mean, for the obvious reason, even when we're camping and you may have seen me do this, I will still actually put a paper coffee filter in that brew basket of that percolator. It just kind of helps keep the grounds from sinking all the way into the coffee. So yes. That's the obvious use. But but if, if it's in the bag, we're not carrying the percolator. No, that's true. So, yeah. But there's still coffee filters in our bag. One is for pre-filtering water. Yeah, because it's really important if you're sourcing water in the wild, there's going to be particles and mm-hmm. sediment and, you know, chunky stuff in there. And if you don't have a bandana or a T-shirt to run it through, a coffee filter would be great. Actually, the coffee filter is going to filter out more than the bandana. Oh, it definitely will because it's a tighter weave. Exactly, exactly. So if it can keep the smallest of coffee grounds out of our coffee, it'll do well with pre-filtering As a water. yeah. Now, you can use them to start a fire. Sure. I mean, that's excellent tender. Yeah. 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 Just keep it dry. And you can make a bandage. Krista came in yesterday, and my arm was bandaged up. Yeah, he had a bad cut. The dishwasher bit me. I was working on it, and I had the inside cover loose, had my arm under there, and it just sliced my arm. Yeah. Yeah. And yikes. I started out, used it. I just grabbed a paper towel, folded it up, and that was my first bandage to try to get it to stop. I can bleeding. see where you could take a coffee filter mm-hmm. and fold it a certain you way. Can if you fold had a it bad a certain cut. way and then just wrap it up, hold that bandage in place. How about cotton swabs? Cotton swabs. See, that makes a lot of sense. Just to have some cotton swabs, obviously, for cleaning, as you would use normally cotton swabs for. You can clean off small cuts. You could cut off the little cotton tip ends if you needed some small tender. Mm -hmm. You can even use a cotton swab to clean a gun barrel. Oh, many times. That's when I sit down to clean my guns. I take a handful of Q-tips or cotton swabs and put them there because I will use them to clean areas. I will use them to apply oil. Yeah, because guns have all kinds of little grooves and little channels. Yeah. Something else you can use that you may have forgotten to put in your bug out bag, and that's one of those folding shovels. I actually saw one being used in a movie the other day. It was a group of military guys, and one guy reached into his military rucksack or whatever, and he pulled out a a handle, and then he popped it open, and it was a folding shovel. I said, hey, that would be nice for the bug out bag. And some of those, depending on how you set it up, instead of making the shovel, you turn it at 90 degrees, and you got a pick on the other side. Oh, that's cool. And I've seen some that have the serrated edge. Mm-hmm. So you could actually use it maybe as a makeshift saw. Saw. Yeah, to cut some make large branches and whatnot. And we don't have one of these in our bags, but we do have one around here that I probably need to put in the car. I really do. Not a bad idea. Not a bad idea. You know, something else you can use a shovel for, and that's to dig a hole to make either like a fire pit or maybe even a bathroom 
hole in the ground where you're going to have to take care of nature's business and build then an outhouse can, without a house. Yeah, make an outhouse in the literal out, and then cover it back up, you know, with the dirt so that you can, you know, be nice to Mother Nature. Mm-hmm. A lot of things that we can do with that. A metal spork. S P O R K. S P O R K. People know it. That's a spoon and fork combination. Mm-hmm. Made famous in Toy Story. but you know a metal one which you can actually pick up at any area that sells camping gear well outdoor man outdoor man uh the bass pro shops the walmart uh, sportsman areas you can buy a metal spork get metal because it's easier to clean it doesn't wear out Mm -hmm. you can carry it it's not going to break like a plastic one the kind you get from taco bell is meant to be thrown away but get you a metal spork and that way it's just you know, one utensil to take the place of two mm-hmm. and maybe have a several of them. So if other people need u- eating utensils, you can pass them around. You can sell them when it comes time for lunch. <laughs> you could Money. All right. How about sunglasses? Definitely need some sunglasses. And I've gotten to where I am putting sunglasses in every vehicle that we have and every bag that I have. Yes, he is. Because I go off and forget them. Mm -hmm. And so I've had to reach into my bag several times and get those when we're driving in bright sunlight and or when we're going to be outside, you know, watching the boys doing something. And I need those sunglasses and those sunglasses protect our eyes, not only from the rays of the sun, but from dirt and sand in some type of a storm. One of the things I've started doing, instead of buying these expensive sunglasses off the sunglass rack, oh yeah, uh-huh. I go to the big box home improvement store and I go into the tool area and I am buying safety glasses, tinted safety glasses. Yeah, they look like super de-duper sunglasses, yeah, they but l- they are rated for safety glasses exactly. you're working with tools and Exactly. Stuff. So that's protecting the eyes. And they're not real expensive. No, they're not. Yeah. I think my latest pair that's actually adjustable and you can set it up several ways. And I think it was like twenty four ninety five. Yeah. So I mean, and I've it's seen not some bad. even lesser expensive than that. So definitely think about having some extra sunglasses or in sometimes in my case, because I wear prescription glasses, I will use clip-on sunglasses Mm -hmm. I did today while I was driving. The sun was super bright today. But you can also, if you're working outside and you want more protection for your eyes, you use those granny glasses that go over your glasses. I've seen those. You know, the big big kind you get at the eye Mm -hmm. doctor, like if you've had your eyes dilated or whatever, they fit over your glasses. I mean, they're big and chunky. Yeah. But, but they, I, they work. I've used those off and on for a number of years, and they're great when I'm wearing my glasses. Mm-hmm. I'm usually wearing my contacts, but if I went out right now, I would need to take some type of sunglass that would go over my glasses mm-hmm. so that my eyes would be protected. How about super glue? Good old super glue, and you can buy it in tiny little tubes mm-hmm. or bigger tubes, but super glue. Obviously, for gluing things together. In fact, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, that super glue was formulated back during the Vietnam War era for actually suturing together skin when there was injuries and cuts and shots and, you know, all wounds of all kinds. They used super glue to at least pull the skin back together until they could get better medical attention. And somebody noticed, that is a really good glue it, you it got It is, there. and it definitely glues skin <laughs> together yeah, if well, you get if it you've on ever, you. ever got it on your fingertips, you're glued. Yeah, yeah. And it, but it did start out as a medical 
thing, mm-hmm. and it's good to use today to have for to close serious wounds. Yeah, exactly. Not to be used when you've got professional medical help, you know, within a reasonable oh, that's time. Sure, of course. But if we're out in a situation where we're having to use our bag to get home, that medical help's not there, and that super glue is good for closing that wound. And they actually make a version of that that is just pretty much sterile, and it's used even in the ER to glue some wounds together. Oh, exactly. So I've seen a, people have, you know, post-op, mm-hmm. they've got the shiny material up on their skin mm-hmm. where they've been sutured together with, with a, a super glue medical grade. Right. Yeah. Let's take a short break for our sponsors, and we'll come back with some more items that we may have forgotten in our get-home bag. We've seen all the water system contamination after flooding situations. We've seen chemical systems contaminated with hazardous materials. Our water sources have all kinds of nasty things in it, and the commercial water systems are not actually required to filter all of those out. So how much would you invest to guarantee that your family always has clean drinking water during an emergency? $69.95? Well, that's how much the Pro One Scout 2 portable water filter costs, and it will hold four-tenths of a gallon of water. How about $139.95? That's all the Pro One Big 2 costs, and that guy holds two and a half gallons. That is an investment. And to make it even sweeter, you can purchase that Big 2 with four interest-free payments of just $34.99 each. Don't tell me that $70 or $140 is too much to pay to guarantee you and your family have clean water regardless of the situation. The link to Pro One Water Filters is on our website at practicalprepping.info. Check that out and then order yours today. Someday you'll be glad you did. Do you go through a lot of AA batteries? We do. We have them in flashlights, remotes, ham radios, voice recorders, clocks, portable radios, even in the recorder we're using to record this podcast. We go through a lot, and it gets expensive. We were on the 4Patriots website and found something that looks like a solution to that problem. They are offering a USB rechargeable AA or AAA battery kit. At the time of this recording, September 2023, they are only $29.99. The kit comes with four USB rechargeable batteries, a case, and a USB dock. You can also charge them from your computer or any other USB device. They are rechargeable up to 500 times. They charge in as little as two hours, and they'll hold that charge for 12 months. If you go through a lot of AA or AAA batteries, you need to take a look at these. Running the numbers, it looks like it'll save a lot of money over time with a small investment now. For Patriots, the link is on the front of our website, practicalprepping.info. And use the discount code PREPPER for 10% off your first order. Are you starting a podcast or maybe a YouTube channel? Are you writing a book? Are you starting a business? Or maybe you just need to rebrand. Well, you're going to need a logo, you'll need graphics, and you'll need a website. All of these need to represent your brand. You need ProLine Digital Group. Eric and his team understand branding. They also understand graphic design and all the -the behind-the-scenes technical stuff that makes it all work. Contact ProLine Digital Group. You'll be glad you did. ProLineDigitalGroup.com 
or you can use the link on our website. Hi, welcome back. We're continuing our discussion about some things that we may have forgotten that would be great to include in our bug out bag or our get home bag, either one. And one of those things would be tin foil. You can actually fold up squares of tin foil. They themselves can be wrapped around food and placed on a campfire for cooking. Mm-hmm. You can use tin foil when you're fishing. Uh, you can make repairs. It crimps around things. It holds things together. You can use tin foil to even signal because of its reflective quality. Mm-hmm. There's just dozens and dozens of things you could use tin foil for. Yeah, just so many things. So it's good. And what I've done is I have I've actually enlarged it a little bit now, but I would take a 12-inch length of tinfoil or aluminum foil by whatever the width of the roll was. Mm-hmm. And I would fold that up until it was about a half of an inch wide. Oh, my. And then I would fold that over. And so it made a very compact piece of aluminum foil. Definitely. And you can pull that out and use it. And you're talking about fishing. Somebody says, well, how do you fish with a piece of tinfoil? You take that super glue and you attach a piece of the aluminum foil to a fishing hook. So that as it comes through the water, it flashes. Oh, so the, and a fish can really see that yes, in and, the murky water. And you will make a form of a jig to be able okay. to fish with. So Super that's cool. how it works there. How about toys? Yes, toys. If you've got children and you're going to be traveling with children and you need something in a bug out bag, you're going to want to have something to entertain those kids. And there are travel size games and toys that you can have because if you're in a crisis situation or if things are very stressful, mm-hmm. you're going to want to have some normalcy where you can find it. And if children are in your care, you're definitely going to want to have something to keep them occupied and make them happy, keep them busy. Toys or uh, construction paper, crayons. Yeah, all types of things. Something small that you can tuck away That in you pocket. can entertain with them. But yeah. there's nothing better than a good old stuffed animal. Well, that's true. Now, in law enforcement, a lot of departments are doing this now, and we did this, and I had a bag in the back of my car that had eight or ten small teddy bears. Mm -hmm. And so if we had a child, not one that's hurt, but one that's on the scene of a wreck, and they're upset, and just their life is upside down right then, Mm -hmm. we'd go get that teddy bear, and they would hug on it and love on it, and then we'd just let them take it on with them. Oh, yeah, and sure. And so it was a way to comfort them. Mm-hmm. So those toys are a very, very good thing for us to have in our bags. Trash bags. Good old trash bags, all different sizes. You can even tuck them inside each other for packing, mm-hmm. but there's dozens of uses for a trash bag. Obviously, trash. But you can cut holes like in the bottom of it, and uh, like a hole for the head and then two on the side for arm. And you have a makeshift poncho. Mm-hmm. If you're in the driving rain, you're going to want to keep dry. Uh, so you can make that uh, kind of like a rain cover type right. of thing. You yeah. can even use, you can cut the sides and the bottom open and fold it out bigger and help make a rainproofing for your tarp or your shelter if there's going to be some rain. Yeah. Trash bags, especially those great big 55-gallon contractor bags, mm-hmm. they're great. And the thicker, the better. Whatever you've got room for, right. you know, in your bag. 
you can even use them to carry water. I mean, you can, sure you, can. you can scoop up a gallon of water or so with that and take it and back to where you need to, to be able to purify it, filter it and purify it. You may have to open one up, cut one open to be your ground cover. Mm-hmm. Perhaps if you don't want to be like laying on the actual dirt, right? you know, open up a trash bag and mm-hmm. lay across that. Let that be your ground cover. Now, here's one that's kind of funny, but as I thought about it, it really made sense. The trick candles that you can't blow out. Oh, yeah. What, yeah, I've seen people do that for a trick on birthdays. Right. They'll put the candles on the cake, and they'll light those candles, and you cannot blow them out. Right. I it, mean, they can be extinguished. It goes out, and then it comes right back. Yeah, exactly. Well, think about that if it comes to building a fire. Or like, yeah, you're trying to maintain something in a windy condition. Mm-hmm. You don't want your fire to burn out. A trick candle would be perfect for that. It really would. And next, and a very versatile item, is safety pin. Not just for attaching clothing together, but you can bend a safety pin in such a way to make a fish hook. Mm -hmm. You can clip your tent door closed. You can just do a million things with a safety pin. And we don't really recommend what we call the tiny little dressmaker's little gold safety pin. They're worth almost nothing. Mm -hmm. Get you some good... Strong stainless steel serious safety pins. safety pins because you can buy cheap safety pins and you can bend them with one hand. They're just mm-hmm. not they're flimsy. So get some strong yeah, ones. Yeah, and, and it's not going to cost a lot of money. No, and you can get those in several sizes. Get a variety pack of them. And what I've done too is I've found where I take a really big one, almost what I call old fashioned diaper pin size, mm-hmm. and then I hook all the other little pins to it and then close that one up. And that one big safety pin becomes my carabiner in a way yeah. to carry all the different sizes of the other safety pins. And it's amazing how tangled a double handful of safety pins can become. That's why that's why I like to stack them up on one like that. Socks. Extra socks. Oh, you will rue the day you don't have socks. <laughs> you will. And there's a lot of things you can do other than putting them on your feet. What, such as? Well, you can use it to pre-filter water. Well, it, now yeah. I would use the clean ones. Yeah, I was going to say, don't use one you just pulled off your foot. Yeah, I would use the clean ones, yes. but you can pre-filter water with yeah. it. Okay. You can make a dust mask. Good point. You can organize small things. Yes, absolutely. You can tie things together. You can, yeah. Another thing that you can do with that sock is you can make a weapon with it mm. by filling the end of it with rocks. Yeah, you sling that on sling somebody. Sling that on, around and knock, knock somebody up beside the head. <laughs> Here's something I don't have a lot of experience with, but I have some in my bag, and that's tampons. Yes, just your regular tampons. Obviously, you ladies know what tampons are used for, but they can be used for other things. You can actually stop a bloody nose Mm -hmm. if you needed to use a tampon. You can also shred that cotton material, use it dry as tender. Mm -hmm. It's uh, very highly absorbent, and it can be used for, gosh, a variety of reasons. It can plug a leaking hole or something like that. So, yes, don't be afraid to have some of those, and they... They pack them now where they're in boxes that no longer have that paper applicator. It's just the tampon itself. So you can put several in a backpack as needed. So do consider carrying something like that. You never know. It can be just the perfect thing you need to solve a problem you didn't even know you had. How about a tarp? Yep, good old tarps. And again, these come in so many different sizes. Fold them down as small and as flat as possible because we're not trying to 
load you down with big stuff. No, I've, I've got a 15 by 24 out there oh, that, yeah. in That's the garage big. that is not going to go into a bag. Right. But I've got some of the very inexpensive, the rather cheap blue tarps. Some of the four by sixes and six about by eight eights. by ten. Oh, some eight by ten. I like good. eight by tens because us being six foot plus, yeah, uh, we want a little bit bigger tarp, you know. So for sure, we can make an a. You've got to shelter. think about that if you're draping it mm-hmm. from a tree. You've got to think about the the distance it takes to yeah. use up a eight how, by fifteen. How high are you going to tie your paracord right before you spread it over there? Smart. You can also make a stretcher with a tarp. I suppose you could because you can fold it over just so. Load somebody on that might be injured, one person in the front, one person in the back, and they can lift up because they've got something to grip on. Exactly. Exactly. Smart. You can also make a drag for carrying supplies. Mm-hmm. If you're in <laughs> what the, they call a travoy. Remember back in social studies, we learned about how the Indians would put a travoy behind a horse and they would haul an injured person that way. Well, Back in American history, I was paying more attention to you than I was to those <laughs> Indians and horses. But, yeah, and one that comes to mind here is firewood. Oh, sure. You yeah. can put the firewood on it, pick it up, and drag it. Yeah, it can. And, it's pretty sturdy. Right. And you can roll the thing up and tie it to the bottom of your bag. It, yeah, it kind doesn't of have to like go inside, yeah, but like it a... can go behind it, or you can roll it up and drape it over mm-hmm. the roll over. Sure. Here's something to think about to put in the bag. Vaseline. You can buy Vaseline, of course, in the standard jar, but you can also carry it in a tube. They make a squeeze tube, and I think that'd be the better way to carry it in a bag. It's just slim, and it's just convenient. It's got a nice top on it. Keeps it more fresh. Now, I've also known of people that have put the Vaseline in drinking straws and cut it down to about a three or four inch length, and then seal both ends with heat. Oh, that's clever. And so then you've really compacted it, and they're using that for fire starter, putting it on some other tender. That's a good use. And that's a single use. But it will prevent skin chapping in harsh weather conditions. You can use it on your lips. You can rub it on your cheeks Mm -hmm. if you're in. I mean, you can spread it on any skin area. Oh, yeah. Especially, too, if you have a minor cut or maybe some burns or rashes, you Mm -hmm. can place it there. You've already mentioned fire starters. Uh, A lot of times we would take Vaseline before we would would dip it in cotton balls and stuff those into a paper towel tube. And Vaseline is kind of the incendiary that makes it start to really uh, combust. Now, here's one. You can lubricate things with it. Yeah, I mean, obviously, if you've got some rusty metal on metal kind of a thing, and Vaseline would help kind of ease that, like chains or locks or what have you, uh, that would definitely help. And it will protect it. You can keep those objects from rusting, and you can even keep leather from drying out and cracking Mm -hmm. by rubbing some of that into it. You can waterproof things like matches, seams of shoes, boots. You can use it for that, for mm-hmm. waterproofing. Now, here's an interesting use for Vaseline. Did you know that technically it is edible? I did. I actually did not know that until I we did, began researching. I didn't before we researched it. But it but. is technically edible. It is high in calories. And, of course, we're talking about a last resort. If you've got no other mm-hmm. safe food source, then you can actually ingest Vaseline. And it's, you know, at least it gives your stomach something to work on. Mm-hmm. WD-40, 
Yes. What? And you can buy little small cans mm-hmm. of that too. And it's one of the two things that solves 90% of life's problems. Every Southern grown adult man in America, and I say Southern because that's kind of where it all started, WD-40 is pretty much the toolbox, that and a roll of duct tape. Exactly. With those, <laughs> those two items can with fix those two, anything. If it moves and it's not supposed to, use duct tape. If it doesn't move and it's supposed to, use WD-40. <laughs> Right. So WD-40, it, it literally stands for water displacement, mm-hmm. and I think this was the 40th, 40th formula. formula, and that's where it got its name. But there's a lot of other cool uses you can use it for. Fire okay. starting. Okay. It makes a very good fire starter because it is so flammable. Okay. It will prevent rust on tools and other metal equipment. You can use it for fishing. How can you use it for fishing? Now, some argued that WD-40 can attract fish. And I've actually fished with a couple of folks that when they put their lure on the line, they would spray it with WD-40. Get out of here. I have seen that. <laughs> and makes it a potentially useful aid in survival fishing. Well, I mean, it can't hurt. You mean, no. What's, what's, what's the harm of trying, right? Exactly. You know, you can waterproof things with it it can add a light layer of waterproofing to various items maybe clothing jackets mm-hmm. some yeah. of those socks you're not going to be filtering water through <laughs> exactly exactly <laughs> it also works as an insect repellent well how does it work that way well it's not going to be the most pleasant thing on your skin but it will really keep cockroaches away from stuff so around your campsite you that's not might. a bad idea is to maybe bug proof where you're going to be sleeping because, you know, you, you, you mm-hmm. can't stay awake forever. No. And I can't even abide the thought of being asleep out in the wild where there might be bugs. So, yeah, I'm going to be WD-40ing my campsite. Yeah. And you can use it to clean. It'll remove dirt and grease and grime from tools and equipment. Yeah. And, of course, one of the things that it actually gets used for the most is quieting squeaky things. Mm-hmm. I know around the house we sometimes have a hinge on a door that has a little bit of a squeak to it and a couple of squirts with that WD-40 just boop, fix oh, and it right It gets up. used in the shop out there all the time. You've got a rusty hinge yeah. and you need to free it up. Imagine if it. you're if you're bugged out and you've got a gate and you don't. You don't want anyone to even know you have a gate if it's in the woods. You're going to want a WD-40 to hinges. You don't want to give away your position, you know, yeah. by having a gate. Somebody thinking, that sounds like a gate. Take all the sound away. WD-40 yeah. will do it. Or climb the gate. <laughs> <laughs> or, take the day, or take the gate down, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Work gloves. I think that's a grand idea. I'm using them all the time around the house, outside. I'm pulling limbs. I'm taking limbs to the trailer or the street, and I'm protecting my hands. I'm going to have those work gloves. So definitely put some work gloves in your bug out bag. Zip ties. Nice idea, because zip tie can work with that tarp, you know, because there's a grommet. You can run a zip tie through there and make zip tie a around a, a loop and make a branch. Zip tie is a great yeah, idea. Exactly. And and there's just so many uses for them. And I find myself, I, I told the story one time that I needed one at one of our daughter's house. We were working on something and she had some, but I could go to the car and get them out of my bag quicker than she could find the one <laughs> she had. So I just went to the car and got those. So zip ties are a great thing to have. Very, very useful. As is Ziplocs. Oh, the Ziploc Ziploc bags, bags. plastic bags. Okay. 
Again, a thousand uses. Mm -hmm. You can get a Ziploc bag from two inch square for jewelry all the way up to two gallons. Mm -hmm. And it obviously can carry water. It can carry things you want to keep dry. It can organize things. Mm -hmm. It can just, it just makes it nicer to have Ziploc. But if you're trying to maybe carry some non-perishable food, keep it fresh and keep it clean, put it in a Ziploc. In the wood shop, I have a number of smaller nails, you know, like finishing nails and Mm -hmm. stuff. And a lot of those are in Ziploc bags by size. Smart. And they're just easily recognizable. And they're not loose and running around the shop where they'll get lost. Exactly. And you're not trying to dig through the can of nails to find the size (laughs) you want. You just look through the bag. That's very organized of you. You can do the same thing with screws. Yeah, exactly. Any kind of little parts. Nuts and bolts, washers. Exactly. Ziploc bags. Well, I think that's 22 more items that we've added to our bags. Well, I think this has been great. I know we've done a total of three episodes Mm -hmm. about items that you may have forgotten in your bug out bag. So each one of you go back and listen to 411, listen to 414, listen to this one again, 419. And that's about 70 items we came across that we might have forgotten to put in our bag. And it's just a reminder. And it's Mm -hmm. just to get some thinking going on, hey, I could use that in my bag. You know what else we can say is today's cup of coffee comes from our friend Diana. And Diana, we really appreciate it. Thank you for listening and buying us a cup of coffee. And it's been a good cup of coffee. I've been sipping on it over here during the episode, as I do with most episodes, and it's right here. Yes, he does love coffee. I will say that Mark can drink coffee anywhere, with anybody, anytime, any place in the world. Why? Because he drinks it straight up black. Mm-hmm. He puts nothing in it but his mouth. Well, <laughs> uh, and I, I used to drink it with cream and sugar. And see, that's the way I like it. I began fishing with a man, and we were fishing at night, and we were both carrying coffee, and I tended to be colder than he was and i went through my coffee a little faster and he said i have plenty of coffee but it's black and i actually learned to drink it so that i could drink the rest of his coffee (laughs) at night now if you receive value from the podcast would you consider giving back a little bit by buying us a cup of coffee you'll find the link on the front page of the website And as Krista always says, stuff happens. Stay prepared. And we'll see you next time.